This is an RPR News Link. The bishops of Minnesota will meet with Governor Tim Walz today so he can gather feedback on a new set of public worship guidelines that his administration will create for churches. This meeting comes after the governor explicitly prohibited faith-based gatherings with more than 10 unrelated people, even though his stay-at-home order eased on May 13th. The bishops note that the decision of when to resume masses is ultimately theirs and is not subject to the directives of the governor or other public officials. This week, they will decide on a specific date for returning to public masses. In Wisconsin, the state Supreme Court struck down Governor Tony Evers' extended stay-at-home order Order, limiting his ability to make statewide rules during emergencies and requiring him to work with the state legislature on how to handle the outbreak. As a result, the bishops of Wisconsin are creating plans to resume public masses when it seems prudent. Bishop James Powers of Superior says he has been steadily working on a plan to resume communion services for less than 10 parishioners at a time to start in the next week or two. This has been an RPR NewsLink. Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. And good morning and welcome that you're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Heather Carroll and we're broadcasting this morning from Holy Cross Church in Ipswich, South Dakota. We're going to start this morning with Father Tim Smith and Mass. Behold a great priest who in his days pleased God. Therefore, in accordance with his promise, the Lord gave him growth for the good of his people. Hallelujah. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kyrie eleison. Kyrie eleison. Christe eleison. Christe eleison. Kyrie eleison. Kyrie 
Elehi Sohohohohom. Let us pray. O God, who reward faithful souls and who have consecrated this day by the martyrdom of Pope St. John the First, graciously hear the prayers of your people and grant that we who venerate his merits may imitate his constancy in the faith through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. We set sail from Troas, making a straight run for Samothrace, and on the next day to Neapolis, and there to Philippi, a leading city in that district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. We spent some time in that city. On the Sabbath, we went outside the city gate along the river, where we thought there we would be a place of prayer. We sat and spoke with the women who had gathered there. One of them, a woman named Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth from the city of Thyatira, a worshiper of God, listened, and the Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what Paul was saying. After she and her household had been baptized, she offered us an invitation. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, come and stay at my home. And she prevailed on us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Responsorial Psalm. The Lord takes delight in his people. The Lord takes delight in his people. Sing to the Lord a new song of praise in the assembly of the faithful. Let Israel be glad in their maker. Let the children of Zion rejoice in their king. The Lord takes delight in his people. Let them praise his name in the festive dance. Let them sing praise to him with timbrel and harp. For the Lord loves his people, and he adorns the lowly with victory. The Lord takes delight in his people. Let the faithful exult in glory. Let them sing for joy upon their couches. Let the high praises of God be their throats. This is the glory of all his faithful. Alleluia. The Lord takes delight in his people. Alleluia. 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 The Spirit of truth will testify to me, says the Lord, and you will also testify. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. The Lord be with you. 
and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify to me. And you also testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. I have told you this, so that you may not fall away. They will expel you from the synagogues. In fact, the hour is coming when everyone who kills you will think he is offering worship to God. They will do this because they have not known either the Father nor me. I have told you this so that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Today we celebrate the memorial of Pope St. John I, who was martyred for the truths of the faith in the 6th century of the church, right around the year 500. And Pope St. John was martyred. He was fulfilling the words of Jesus when he said, the hour is coming when everyone who kills you will think he is offering worship to God. And Pope St. John was killed for opposing the Arian heresy that had erupted in the life of the church around the 6th century. That Arian heresy uh, plaguing the life of the church actually for several centuries. But we see that Pope St. John is one of the martyrs who was proclaiming the spirit of truth and opposing this false heretical doctrine in the life of the church. And his life is an example of those great words that the blood of the martyrs is the seed of the church. And that from the very beginning, the first martyrdoms in the church, that the truth of the faith was witnessed by the blood of the martyrs who lived their lives and gave their lives for the truth of our Catholic doctrine. And that's how important it is as disciples and members of the church that we live our faith in sincerity and in truth. Yesterday's second reading for Sunday Mass from 1 Peter was a reminder that we should always be ready to give a defense for the hope that is within us. This, uh, that passage of scripture is a real reminder for us that we want to stay informed in the truths of our Catholic faith. And as we participate, uh, particularly in the ministry of Catholic Radio today, broadcasting on Real Presence Radio, so much of our work of evangelization on the apostolate of Catholic Radio is to help other members of the church be prepared and be ready to give a defense for the faith that is within them. And it could be, like Pope St. John, we could have learn more about our faith so we're ready to counteract any Arian heresy that may exist in our day. And in fact, there probably is some sort of Arian heresy in our modern culture that has found its way. Nothing new under the sun in the way of errors and misunderstandings of the Catholic faith. But there are many other misunderstandings that have occurred in the life of the church, and so that's part of our mission, to be ready to give a witness to the truths of our faith that have been handed on to us through sacred scripture and sacred tradition. 
We read in the first reading today in the Acts of the Apostles of the conversion of the holy woman Lydia and her household. And as we hear in this scripture in Acts chapter 16, she and her household had been baptized. They received the baptism of the disciples. And it's widely understood in the life of the church throughout the church's tradition that Lydia and her household would have included not only her spouse or all those who were with her, but also all her slaves and even the children of her household would have received that gift of baptism. We also see this reflected in scripture in Acts chapter 2, where we also see this invitation that let your children as well as your entire households receive this gift of faith that has been passed on and the gift of baptism. And in our own time around uh, Christendom, if we look at many of the different Christian sects that are not a part of the one holy Catholic apostolic church, we see that there is a great misunderstanding even about this doctrine of baptism. As Catholics, we baptize infants, and so here at Holy Cross Church, it's not uncommon for me to gather with a family and a newborn child and to celebrate the mysteries of Christian initiation and the gift of baptism with a family, with a new mother and a new father. But there are others who have a different understanding, and in fact, we can pinpoint the time when this misunderstanding began. It was around the 16th century, and we can even pinpoint the place in the area around Switzerland where they became a group that were known as the Anabaptists. And whether they broke off into many different sects, whether they would be Mennonite or Amish or Hutterite or other sorts of sects, they did, had an opposition to, towards this constant truth of the faith of infant baptism, um, believing only in a believer's baptism or an adult baptism. And we can trace the origin of this misunderstanding. Um, fundamentally, whereas they do not properly recognize how this is demonstrated in sacred scripture. You know, there are many misunderstandings of the faith in the life of the world today, but we can always trust the church to give us direction. We can consult the word of God, the sacred scripture. We can read about the sacraments themselves in the catechism of the Catholic Church, and we can gather with other members of the church and study holy doctrine. At a time in the world today where people are given over to sentimentalism or emotionalism, it is important that we stay informed as members of the church, studying our Catholic doctrine and preparing our hearts to give a witness to the faith that has been handed on to us. Because this is the faith, brothers and sisters, this is the faith that Pope St. John shed his blood for. And we are proud to profess it in the name of Christ Jesus our Lord. And so as we celebrate this Holy Mass today, we ask that we too would become witnesses to the faith faith, just as those early martyrs were witnesses throughout the centuries, that we too could be strengthened in God's grace and could give a testimony with our lives each and every day. And now let us lift our hearts to our Father in heaven and ask him our prayers. We pray for the church throughout the world that, strengthened by the life of grace, we would be witnesses to the truths of Catholic doctrine, 
we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for our nation's leaders, that they would enact laws and policies in accordance with human dignity and freedom. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for all those who have been afflicted by financial worries and woes, all business owners, all ranchers and farmers, all those who have experienced setbacks due to societal changes. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And we pray for the dearly departed, that through the mercy of God they would see the Lord face to face in the kingdom of heaven. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Father in heaven, please hear and answer our prayers according to your holy will, for we ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. For to the earth and work of human hands it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Accept this sacrifice from your people, we pray, O Lord, and make what is offered for your glory in honor of blessed John the First a means to our eternal salvation, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Lift up your hearts, we lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through who Christ our Lord. For as on the festival of St. John the First, you bid your church rejoice, so to you strengthen her by the example of his holy life. 
Teach her by his words of preaching, and keep her safe in answer to his prayers. And so with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without hand we acclaim. Holy he, holy he, holy Lord God of hosts, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. (laughs) You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church, spread throughout the world, and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Donald, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, All glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen.
At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Communion Antiphon. The Good Shepherd has laid down his life for his sheep. Alleluia. Prayer of Spiritual Communion. The body of My Christ. Jesus, I believe that you are in the Blessed Sacrament. I love you above all things, and I long for you in my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. As though you have already come, I embrace you and unite myself entirely to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
let us pray. May the sacraments we have received, O Lord our God, stir up in us that fire of charity with which blessed John the first burned ardently as he gave himself unceasingly for your church. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all their evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. And thank you for joining us for Daily Mass with Father Tim Smith. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live right after this. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. 